0: Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, Short Circuit, and today I'm happy to have Bo Det on the podcast. So, Bo Det, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. All right. Um, remind me of your son's name again. Uh, Will or Face Off. Face Off. Well, uh, Face Off, I, I have heard that you are a fan of the show, and if not, I'm just going to tell people you're a fan anyway um so the, i'll give a shout out to you real quick uh that way you know that uh, i appreciate your your dad being on the podcast this morning all right name arama name age f3 name chris
1: marriott 43 Bodet. debt now how long have you been in f3 greensboro packs been in f3 greensboro since october eighteenth, 2014. october eighteenth, 2014 okay so not a redwood well wojo so. claims it <laughs> And he was at the same workout, just saying. (laughs) But no, not a Redwood. I'm uh, number 17 on the roster, Um, the first person from week two on the roster. Okay. Gotcha. So you showed up the second week then that they they kicked it off, so not the original. Okay. Yep. The first week I was at a Cub Scout camping trip, and I couldn't make it. Okay. And I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to participate since I wasn't there for week one.
0: Oh, okay. I got you. All right, so your number seventeen showed up the second week. So you've
1: seen it really grow over these past five years. Oh, tremendously, yeah. tremendously. It's uh, it's amazing how and how much it's changed since then. Yeah. Um, just here in Greensboro, how you know, obviously when there was only one, two, three workouts a week, you saw everybody working out. Mm-hmm. Now we have up to five, six workouts a day. Mm-hmm. So you don't see everybody. So yeah, you know, I miss some of that. Yeah. You know, seeing everyone. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um,
0: now, where do you typically post? I know you, you gave me, you said there's no there's no answer for this.
1: But. Typical post, I would say, um, best case scenario, the Lawndale Corridor here in Greensboro. He's talking in probabilities now, folks. <laughs> um, the Lawndale Corridor. I'm, I'm usually at circle time. I started that AO, and, and I'm partial to it. It has a close place in my heart um, because it's close by, and it has great assets and it's not in the dark um but uh, I'll follow cues around whoever the cue is um if I like them I'll post there I mean and if I like them meaning they have a well planned workout usually have good mumble chatter and they write a back back blast mm-hmm. so yeah
0: yeah and, and a, an additional disclaimer as well for those who don't know Bodet is actually our um regional corporate weasel shaker here in Greensboro um, correct um, which is which is good, we need, we need that guy who is going to push us to ride our backblast because we're so notorious about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, some people just get offended about it. I'm just trying to do my job.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just doing my job, folks. Just doing my job. Okay. So uh, so really it's just a matter of kind of what you're saying of following kind of the right cue. Uh, but circle time, I mean, you called that one out explicitly just because
1: you had you formed that one, right? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it it was needed at the time, um, and uh, I just love the AO. Plenty of pavement, plenty of cones, Mm -hmm. two playgrounds, lighted fields, you know, woods for TPS to crawl through. It's great.
0: (laughs) Awesome. All right, so let's let's jump right in here to the, the heart of this thing. Let's talk about life before F3. So what did fitness look like for you? kind of growing up and leading all the way up right to that first workout. How had how had your progression gone within fitness, the area of fitness? Fitness,
1: well, growing up, I uh, was somewhat led an isolated childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is being, uh, I lived out in the boonies, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, a mile from the closest neighbor who happened to be my grandparents. So... Um, now, we were on the lake, and that was great, but, you know, other than that, there was no friends around or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also having divorced parents, always had um, spent, you know, time in two places. And it was hard to make good friendships, one, not being in a neighborhood regularly, and then, two, really not really having a neighborhood. So that was childhood, never really played on many sports teams, youth sports teams, um, one-year t-ball or something. High school, um, I got into sailing because I lived on the lake. Sailed a lot. High school, I ran track, cross country, I wrestled. Oh, none of them because I like them, only to stay in shape for sailing. Um, <laughs> so, having an Italian grandmother, um, I liked to eat good food. Mm-hmm. And she made plenty of good food. Mm-hmm. So in order to uh, not weigh too much on the boat, had to keep running and cross country and track and such. That's awesome. And um, that was the only reason I did it. Yeah. Um, and uh, as I got to college, you know, still sailed for a little bit, but I, I kind of was tired of the competitive spirit of it and mm-hmm. just wanted to do it recreationally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that, kind of let my fitness go a little bit and, Everything and I'd have jumps and spurts. I'd try to get to the gym, you know, but it was never. The fern was not uh, encouraging to me. It just didn't make me want to come back. Yeah. Um, about a year before F three, I had a fitness program through work that really got me motivated. Um, it was di- something different every day. It was a login and it was a on the computer screen and he'd give you a workout and you, I could do it during lunch or before work, after work, something like that, and it worked for me. A bit, and I was starting to get a you know a little bit more in shape. So I wasn't going like couch to F three. Mm-hmm. I was going like walking two miles to F three. So you okay. know it wasn't full on fire hose. Right. But it was it was darn close to it. <laughs> it
0: was strong sprinkler. We'll say. Okay, so so you, you've grown up kind of in the bonies, no mm-hmm. real neighborhood. But you got into sailing, and I, I thought it was funny too that you brought up you did track just so that you could lose weight so that you (laughs) keep the weight off the boat, which is great. Um, Okay, and then you're up and down a little bit, but you didn't come into F3 cold. You'd already had some time about a year leading up, as you were saying, kind of with some of those workouts through work um, that allowed you to kind of make some progression. That way it wasn't a, a... just a, a steep incline yeah. run right
1: out of the gate. I, could, I, I mean, at that point, you know, I could do a small fitness routine, you know, it was maybe 30 minutes or so. I was, you know, if I had to, I could go out and run a 5K without stopping. I okay. mean, I consider that a, a baseline of fitness for any American that probably greater than half of us Americans can't do, <laughs> Yeah. sadly enough. Yeah. Um, but I felt like, hey, I could go out and run a 5K tomorrow if I had to. Gotcha um and consider that good enough yeah okay so let's talk about fellowship now you you've already kind of alluded
0: to this a little bit growing up in a uh, in in real really no neighborhood kind of out in the boonies um, how did that impact your sense of fellowship like uh, community or, or friends or what did that look like
1: um well my friends were you know I mean I the traditional sense of the word I mean um, I always describe school as a place that it was a great concept for the friendship piece. For the you know, <laughs> good like, idea, guys. <laughs> it's a great idea for, um, for for the fellowship and friendship of school. And I and I tell it my kids now, and they don't get it because they have social media. Yeah, you know, they don't they don't need school to talk to their friends mm-hmm. like we did. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I had some friends, you know, but no no deep relationships because we moved a lot and, you know, moved a few times when I was in school in a time when a lot of people didn't move as much. So I changed schools a few times. Um, But uh, felt formed some good bonds in college and good bonds with some sailing friends, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that I still have today that I've formed in high school or whatever. And then college friends that, you know, a few are still with me very tight talk to, text regularly. Uh, other than that, um, my community Greensboro-centric friendship was, was mainly revolved um, through people that I uh, was doing scouts with, involved in, in, in Boy Scouts or whatever. And so that's where I got my fellowship. And of course with scouts, there's so many different activities that you find somebody to bond with mm-hmm. and, and, and whatnot and uh, formed some friendships. But um, nothing that was truly deep level, that was more my sailing friends because, you know, sailing is a great, you know, you get some athletic workout, you hang out, you camp together, you mm-hmm. get drunk together, you know, I mean, it's, I you don't let really it all hang out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha, okay. So,
0: and definitely, too, to your point, given the fact that there's an athletic and a difficult component associated with sailing, it's only natural that, you know, through that difficult challenge, does this sound familiar, folks? Through that difficult challenge of sailing, that's where you form the, the tightest friendships, right? All right, so so you kind of grew up with the, the sailing background, but no necessarily kind of um, fitness or athletic background, we'll say, other than staying in shape for sailing. But through that, you form some of those deep relationships. But other than that, not too many, because as you're pointing out, you're in scouts. There's lots of activity. You can talk with many people. That doesn't necessarily mean that you form the depth of relationship there. So let's now talk about the faith piece. So what did your faith look like in a before F3? And, and really just thinking more in terms of what was your sense of something greater than yourself or uh, your sense of impact within the community um,
1: and or uh, your, your personal belief system. Yeah, um, I've always had a, a personal belief system that I feel doesn't fit well with organized religion. Mm-hmm. Um, now if you ask me I'm Presbyterian mm-hmm. but um, I struggle a lot of times and I've learned I'm a, it's okay to struggle um, with with religion. I am not one to quote Bible verses or anything like that. it's to me it's about a greater a greater being um, I've you know at, at an early age I formed um, onto, there's something bigger that put this all in motion and things work together too well um, for it to just be ha- happenstance. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where my engineering, schooling, and engineering friends and struggle mm-hmm. um, being, I'm more natural scientist and I'm like, look, there's things the way they were put together, whether you say Mother Nature, God, intelligent design, whatever, mm-hmm. did it better than man could don't be so full of yourself that you can design it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, that puts you at odds at an engineering school when you, you know, try to make that argument with a professor when you're trying to do stream remediation, but mm-hmm. so be it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I took that hit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we, that's kind of, I've always believed in something. Okay. But just not organized religion all the time, I, I you know some of the uh, ceremonies and stuff like that I'm like why you know I question why why do we have to do this why is this why is that Mm -hmm. Um, which some people almost look at sacrilege and I'm just I'm just trying to learn more Mm -hmm. um and if I don't agree I'm not gonna be there so all right. so but but to your point you kind of have looked at as as
0: defining uh, or rather not being defined necessarily by organized religion Um, Having a sense of okay, there's something more here. I don't know what that is specifically. I don't know where that fits in or what container. And to your point, didn't really feel seem like it fits in any one container. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but then kind of to summarize there. So you you have this no na- I put a hashtag no neighborhood, right? So you, you don't really have your your any own, own sense of personal neighborhood. No. Real depth of friendships there, save for some of the sailing friends, and which was kind of your your athletic or fitness background, and then kind of coming at it as well from this sense of well, I know that there's something more here, um, kind of within within the universe, if you will. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it looks like. But then kind of going through the, the struggles of being what you call the the natural scientist, right, through um, kind of against against the flow of a state, we'll say. Um, okay, so we kind of painted the picture there of, of where you were, were coming from. Let's talk
1: about let's talk about that first workout. So, who was the culprit? Who eh'd you? I, I give the credit to Wojo. Okay, um, I believe he provided my name to the email list. <laughs> but then and I and they cold called you, right? And then I had multiple correspondence with said emailer, who I am led to believe was Starfish mm-hmm. out of Winston Salem. Yeah um so maybe it's it's his fault i don't know um because like i said when we started i was afraid you know hey this is starting up you know october 11th be there blah 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 and i was i mean you know i have an infectious personality that's why i've never done drugs or anything like that because i'm i'm so addictive to things that i'm afraid if i try it once i'll be addicted and so i was like well crap i can't be there that first week i've Mm -hmm. got a scout trip Mm -hmm. and uh i was like man Stinks, and so I wrote back. and It's like I can't be there the first week, you know. Is there will there be any opportunity other opportunities to join? <laughs> <laughs> no, membership is closed. <laughs> it kind of sounds ridiculous now, but you but know, no, no, to your point, it's it, the email didn't make it sound like hey, we're gonna be there every week, and I'm sure they didn't want you to think that they wanted you to show up week one, yeah, but, sure. So. okay, <laughs> so. At that first
0: workout. So it's it's the second week now. Mm-hmm. Wojo's there for the first time as mm-hmm. well. He didn't tell me to bring gloves. Oh. He didn't bring gloves Ash, either though. Hashtag so.
1: shame <laughs> Wojo.
0: Hashtag shame. Um okay. Who cued?
1: Who cued? I okay. think of the first one or one of the first ones was like Swiper, right? Um I don't know who was the f- I think the first one was might have been Cobra, I don't know, okay. out of Winston. My first cue was Dread and OBT. Nice. Okay. Um, and uh, typical to how they would lead a workout at the time they rolled up about 658 so, and it starts at 7 right? and it starts at 7 because yeah. um, I've been to one of their workouts since then for one of our anniversary convergences or anniversary air at times mm. but uh, no I rolled up and you know, I get out and don't see too many familiar faces I think I might see Wojo in the crowd so of course that's who I'm going to go talk to and I go up and um, somebody introduces themselves, as we do now, and so I introduce myself, Chris Marriott, and immediately there's, like, cackling and laughing going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, great, good to be here. Yeah, <laughs> Just kind of stand there. Um, and, you know, the next thing I hear is Hilton in Paris and all this stuff, and they're like, oh, it's too easy, that's too easy. And I just, I'm like, I have no clue what they're talking about. Yeah. Other than, you know. For a brief time in middle school, I believe Hilton was one of my nicknames for obvious reasons. Okay, um, yeah. way before anybody had heard of Paris. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, so, so they're already throwing out names by the time that you're showing up. They are. Dread and OBT roll up at 6:58. Dread and OBT roll up at 6:58. I don't know what was said. You know, I'm just sitting there. I've got. You know, I remember what I wore that day and. And we start running and we leave out of Country Park and we go out around Lewis Rec Center and we try to go into the cemetery there, mm-hmm. but it was, the gates were closed. And I'm pretty sure that's the only workout the in gates F3 Greensboro history that those <laughs> gates were closed. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up doing warmer Rama there at the Safety Town parking lot. Mm-hmm. And about the fourth exercise in, I'm like, holy smokes, is this done yet? <laughs> How much longer do we have? <laughs> Only 55 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, the first thing that got me was, you know, when, when everybody yelled out, I mean, somebody, you know, said, knew I was an FNG and said, that's jumping jacks, you uh, know, yeah. over to me. So mm-hmm. I got the, I got that. And then all of a sudden, when everybody shouted one, counting the cadence at the first time, counting the reps was, I mean, about blew me over. Yeah. Um, but we did that. We did this warmer Rama and, you know, it was one of those Merkins, dry Docks, uh, Peter Parker's, Parker Peters, and then we, and then mountain climbers. So you're on your arms a long time. And Mm -hmm. I think when we got to mountain climbers, I was just like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're going the wrong way. But needless to say, after that, OBT took us through his, uh, his, um, what's the, the routine he does, the. It's not the Dirty Dozen or something. I don't know, but it, it It's a lucky seven. No, okay. it's like a it's. It's four rounds of three exercises, or three rounds of four exercises, or okay. something like that, and with running to the end of the country park parking lot and back every time. Mm. You know, so it's about oh, just under a half mile. You know, <laughs> it doesn't look like it, but it is. Yeah. Um, and so we get through this, um, and uh, and then dread takes over. Mm and he finds the hill there behind the tennis courts. Of course he does, yeah. Um, And so we go up and down the hill, and we're doing a burpee at the top and something at the bottom, which I didn't do. Mm -hmm. And I can barely get up the hill, you know. Um, And there's two foot to do a burpee up top, you know. Not to mention the rebar that's sticking out of the hill and everything (laughs) else. (laughs) <laughs> Made it through that, I'm fine, I'm happy, no big deal. You know, we've already lost Full House of, of Burlington. He he pulled a hamstring mm-hmm. on um what used to be called cotton pickers and, and are called cotton pickers in most regions, but mm-hmm. we call them string rippers because yeah. he pulled his hamstring on rep two. Well
0: there you go. On his first okay.
1: workout. That's why they're called string rippers. Thanks, Full House. <laughs> so um So there we go. And then the next thing we do, we're on the tennis courts and Dred gets us all together. He likes to talk and give little, you know, inspirational things during the workout. Um, I can't even talk during my workouts. but, And so he's like, okay, partner up. And uh, you know, I think we had done some suicides on the tennis courts first. And then he's like, partner up. And I don't know who to partner with. And I partnered with some guy, I think he was from Winston, and he's like, okay. Your partner's gonna carry you the length of the tennis court and back. And I'm just like, and the guy just picks me up and starts carrying. And I'm just like, okay, then. (laughs) I'm not a baby. We get back and we plank up, and he's like, okay, switch. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) It's my first workout. So he's like, okay, I'll carry you again. And just picks me up. I mean, not even, I don't even, you know, there's no let me prepare to mount type thing, nothing. He just grabs me and goes. (laughs) Carries <laughs> me through the end, and uh, come to find out, at Namorama, the dude was sixty-two years old and was carrying me around at thirty-eight, like I was nothing.
0: Holy smokes!
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> so that was very humbling. Um, there Who was that. Did you ever find out? I never. I don't know. Oh man mystery packs yeah 62 years old picked me up in my first workout and carried double you know double partner carried because i mean i would have dropped them if i could have even gotten them up you know and he just picked me up like a sack of potatoes fireman's carry over the shoulder he's like let's go oh my gosh um so that was uh i'm just dying at that point and you know we get to what I thought was everybody thought was the end, and of course Swiper mm-hmm. to bring up the name says, "Oh no, we got a few more minutes." And so he talks Dread into doing four corners, or no, it was a Merkin Mania or something. And so again, no gloves. So we do, you know, regular, wide, narrow, diamond, Jackie Chan, and then the Bruce Lee on your knuckles. Mm-hmm. Again, no gloves. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm done. I'm done, <laughs> um, but I had a good time. I think I went to cafeteria afterwards, um, and,
0: uh, and 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 Bodad, the name, pretty much obvious. I mean, it's it's now obvious since we know your last name, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, who who called
1: it out? Was it was it Dread who was like there you go? Um, I got named by Dread about halfway through the workout, somewhere mm-hmm. before the Hill of Death on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, he just said, "Hey, Bodet, where's that guy, the hotel guy, Bodet? <laughs> where's the hotel guy?" <laughs> and so that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, at Namorama, he just walked up to me and said, "Bodet." <laughs> this is your name. So. You, there, there are many like it, but this one is yours. So, uh, yep, yeah, there's no e on the end for the packs. Um, I think I know, that I that mistake has been eliminated most of the time. But yeah, there's no e on Bodet, except for my paper here, of course. Okay, but okay, um, that's good. So.
0: All right. Uh, okay, and then the, the classic question I have to ask: did you, did you splash Merlot? I
1: did not. Okay, I couldn't walk for a week, but uh, <laughs> it was about Thursday before I could walk again normal. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much for that
0: uh, that story. It does remind me. I think at, at one of your, at one of the first workouts I went to, you were queuing over at Sweat Angel, and I think you had called for a fireman carry of somebody. And I was carrying Bulldog, and I'll never forget because I'd already known him, and because I just wanted to tease him, I threw him over my shoulder, and I was like, "I gotta, I gotta put my hand here to stabilize," and I intentionally, like, just to mess with it, I grabbed his buddy, butt cheek really hard, but uh, it was, he was like, "Whoa, hey, hey!" <laughs> it was almost like a proctologist appointment. But yeah. having
1: said that, uh, it reminded me of that. I think our packs doesn't like the uh, partner carries too much. We don't do them we near don't as do much it. as other regions. No, no. we don't.
0: We're gonna, we're gonna bring it back i'm okay <laughs> with that <though. laughs> all right so let's talk life since f3 since that first workout um it sounds like you had a, had a great time too i mean definitely I, I could see how it ultimately was not very fun because you didn't have gloves mm-hmm. but as vivid, you said
1: that vivid memories yeah
0: yeah absolutely so let's talk about life since f3 uh,
1: tell me about you know your fitness since since coming to f3 uh my fitness i mean I've uh, definitely a a steep learning curve, you know, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you know, fitness wise, very, um, lots of improvement to be had. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's steeper than others. Sometimes it plateaus off a little bit. But uh, I still think I'm on a pretty steep curve Mm -hmm. of improvement, even after five years, there's Mm -hmm. things I'm working on. Um, Did a workout last Thursday and talked to Phoenix on Sunday and I was like, dude, my abs are killing me. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, mine work too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, we need to do more ab work, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, Wicked used to do that. Well, about once a month, he'd bring out the abdominal saurus, <laughs> you know, where we just do ab work for 45 minutes. Yeah, And uh, we don't do that enough anymore, mm-hmm. you know, six minutes of Mary's not getting it done for me gotcha. um, as I get older, so mm-hmm. need to, uh, you know, f- the, but the fact that I can post four to six days a week and then still go to a workout and be that sore for two to three days afterwards mm-hmm. tells you that you know you still got a lot of improvement to do.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. And it, it yeah, it's always what's the quote? Life is lived on an on an incline, right? So you always have to be kind of accelerating in that. And, mm-hmm. and in that respect, your steep learning curve is is no different, I think, than for any of the rest of us, right? You always have to be kind of moving in that direction. Okay. Um, Let's talk about your fellowship. Actually, no, let's, let's come back to the fitness piece. because you were mentioning too, that previously you had only kind of done track in preparation for, for sailing.
1: Um, do you still do sailing now? I still sail. Okay. Um, and have you found that F3 has helped helped with your sailing? I am not um, as competitive. Yeah. I don't travel. I mean, I used to travel across the Southeast, okay. um, up and down the East Coast in college, campaigning boats. Um, sailed for a bit on the sailing team in college um collegially well as you can at state i mean state doesn't have a paid coach it's Mm -hmm. all student coaches um but you know we raced against college charleston Mm -hmm. that does have a paid coach and sailing team and stuff um and of course i lived on the north side of the carolina's dividing line so Mm -hmm. the tuition at college charleston was a little steep for me so i ended up at nc state but i went and sailed against them once as a freshman and uh did rather well, so that was my claim to fame. Yeah. Um, of course, now state sailing team is, is pretty decent, but uh, when I was there, it's more like a a beer drinking club that had a boating issue, <laughs> um, which is why I wasn't that involved because I had beer drinking friends. Yeah, I got you. But uh, you know, I still sail enough that I mean, on our at our local club out up in Virginia, that I can go out and be competitive. When I need to be, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just trying to teach the sport to my kids. Gotcha. Um, and and they have found a love for it, not as much as me, because they have other first loves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a good skill to have. So gotcha. So it seems like it's it's helped in that respect.
0: Um, but to your to your point that you brought up earlier, right? And that is the competitive aspect of it is now gone, and so it's allowed you to be able to. Take part from a fitness level of something that you enjoy, but not from a competitive nature perspective. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your fellowship since F three. How, how do you feel like F three has impacted uh, your fellowship?
1: Um, I've there's there's a few guys that I've formed some good bonds with, um, and I appreciate that, and and it's it's meaningful and impactful to me. Um, and I don't know if this really fits into fellowship or not. Um, but where the biggest transition to me has been, um, has been the impact of my family, mm-hmm. and I know that might be counterproductive to what the fellowship is supposed to be about, because mm-hmm. it's you and another male making friendship bonds that, you know, your wife can't provide or something like that. Yeah. But I've had an, a bond with people that, outs you know, other, other adults um, or peers that were have been good enough for me and i've I've formed a few more of those in f3 Mm -hmm. but where it's really transitioned me is to be um as we say a lot of times in our cot be a better father be a better husband Mm -hmm. that's where it's impacted me Mm -hmm. i've realized the deficiencies in my life at home Mm -hmm. um not being the leader that i needed to be um and that's where the the guys the packs of f3 has really motivated me to do better and and shown me the way to be better um, by opening up and showing where they have failed um, has helped me realize where I was failing also Um, and so it's really tightened my bond with my with my M and with my my shorties um, where I believe our family time is much more impactful and meaningful now so that's that's been the biggest impact for me is um not going about life outside of the family, but really looking for to, towards that family time
0: yeah yeah no absolutely and I think too that that plays into it plays into the faith piece as well kind of the the impact within the family um but I think having those those relationships having that um even that that shield lock that's not necessarily there for um these explosive you know sort of we'll say violent moments but rather even just to kind of be able to help teach us in the respect of well, hey what you know what did you do how did you fail here and, and what advice can you give yeah. about how to be a better dad
1: yeah um and a better husband yeah it was it was one of the you know one of the first third f's that we had um i went to rather regularly because part of it was the fellowship I wanted to be part of the fellowship it was addictive and uh and um Jay Love was leading it and about that same time um, I was having a birthday and you know my wife's like what do you want for your birthday and I was like I don't know I'm not a big fan on gifts, they're not that impactful. She goes well if you could have anything you'd want, what would you want? I was like up sailboat. and she goes, well, then do it. And I'm like, uh, do you know how much that costs? Yeah. This is a trick question. <laughs> and it? she's like, if not now, then when? Mm-hmm. And about that, like the next day, I walk in the third half, or two days later, I walk in the third half, and J Lo was like, hey, I'm buying a boat because he knew I was a sailor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. And so I was like, okay, I'll, that's it. It was brought up twice in a week. I'm buying a boat, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, Jay Love and I have had that bond, and mm-hmm. he since upgraded his. Um, I'm still in the same one. Well, I bought a second one, but you know, mm-hmm. as a boater, you can't have too many boats. <laughs> so, you know, I had that bond with with Jay Love on sailing and stuff, and and we you know talk about it a lot, and uh, that's really. It's really one enhanced my fellowship with my sailing friends again because some of those friends that I had I've joined their club and I see them more regularly now mm-hmm. instead of just occasionally and over emails and stuff we actually see each other face to face once every two three weeks mm-hmm. um, so that's nice and uh, but it's really increased my bond again with my family because we have more family time and we have something that we we all enjoy yeah. Um, and of course, we live in tight quarters when we're on the boat. So yeah,
0: I got you. Okay.
1: Well, that's great. And and, and kind of the
0: the last F here. Um, let's talk about kind of your your faith since joining F three. Now, you you mentioned previously that you kind of had had um, this sense of of a, a greater being, something more, but at the same time, something that didn't necessarily fit well within organized religion. Um, so, how did that? Um, either get impacted, or um, how did F three sort of expose you to um, to something a, a sense of something greater within the community, or even more community impact, um, or even kind of the personal faith system?
1: Um, it's hard to say. Um, I, one, you know, one thing that F three has done for me in some of the third F that I've been to. Um, it's allowed me to open up and say it's okay to to question mm-hmm. and to not follow what everybody else does yeah um, that's okay. I mean I believe what I believe and and we believe the same thing. It's just how we got there is different
0: yeah
1: um, or the rituals involved with what we believe in. Um, I'm not a ritualistic person which if you go back and look, I mean I don't believe. Jesus was a ritualistic person Mm -hmm. per se. I mean, there were certain things he did with prayer and stuff, but he often, a lot of times, questioned the rituals that they were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I'm I'm somewhat that same way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not comparing myself to Jesus. Don't get me wrong. There, (laughs) it's just that you know, you know, I don't believe that church has to take place at eleven o'clock on Sunday morning. You know, for you to be a a faithful person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So. You know, but uh, as far as impact on the community, um, you know, being involved in Scouts, and that's very dear to my heart, um, being an outdoor nature type person, Scouts has kind of built in with that. Scouts, BSA also has a a faith component to it. With Scouts, I mean, obviously there's a community service impact, there's a nature impact, and so I've already had that kind of ingrained in me, Mm -hmm. um, being in Scouts, you know, growing up as a youth and then being a Scout leader even before I had kids. Yeah. Um, already kind of had that component of service. What has been so pleasant for me in F3 is the, the culture of service mm-hmm. that there's other men in our society that want to do this and that do it willingly because in scouts, it's more of a pulling teeth type effort. Sometimes there's mm-hmm. some people that gravitate towards it, but for the most part, it's like we're doing this out of obligation. Compulsive chicanery. Yes. Yeah. Versus in F3, it's like, we're doing this just because we know we should, we can, and we should, and Mm -hmm. we want to, to make our community around us better. Yeah. You know, that, that servant leadership type thing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, that's awesome. And yeah, to your point, I mean, on the faith piece that I wrote down, the culture of service. And I think that's one of the biggest noticeable things about F3, and I think why we're hold upon so many times to be able to to go and help right all right so we've kind of seen the the the, the transition if you will kind of the the growth the growth of Bodette uh, <laughs> the the story here and, and thanks again for for sharing this and, and being vulnerable and opening up about kind of where you were before and where you are now so From that do you have any closing thoughts for the packs anything that you'd like to to share with them this is kind of your your moment to to shine
1: um well you know never say no to anything if you would have told me in october 2014 i'd be leading a workout I, i don't know what i would have said because that was not me i mean i you know who am i to lead a workout um i'm not the fit guy i'm not you know anything like that i have no military training, no physical education training um, and then to start an AO that has done okay and, and I guess flourished and has been through six or so site queues now um, and continues to have you know 10 to 20 guys post every week has just been um, humbling you know to, to see that because that's never what I imagined mm-hmm. um, I would be when I showed up on October in October. 2014 yeah. um, and started that you know 2015 and uh so that's been amazing um you know so i mean that's just never say no you never know how you will grow and how the packs will lead you and encourage you and that kind of thing um i do have a uh, a little prayer that i'd like to, to read and share mm-hmm. and i've shared it with with some other packs um but it's something i start my day with um and it's supposedly non-secular, I don't know. You can decide if, if you think it is or not, mm-hmm. but... Um, it's an exercise left to the reader. Yeah, this is, this is what I start my day with at work every day. Um, as I calm my spirit and, and, and just help me help other people, um, I say, let us give thanks to the world around us. Thanks for all the creatures, stones, and plants. Let us learn their lessons and seek their truths so that their path might be ours and we might live in harmony a better life. May the earth continue to live. May the heavens continue to live. May the rains continue to dampen the land. May the wet forest continue to grow, that the flowers shall bloom and we shall live again. Thanks for sharing that. It's just something that keeps me centered. Um, And it's a reminder that I think as as I started that there's something bigger than we are. Mm -hmm. And we can't, we can't always fix all the problems
0: that's very true well awesome well thank you very much for sharing that too so Bodet, if guys want to get in touch with you what's the best method for
1: them to do that best method to get in touch with me you can do Twitter or email Twitter would be Bodette B-O-D-E-T-T underscore F3 that's my F3 Twitter account or email would be uh, G-S-O-Wolf at Yahoo.com
0: who uses Yahoo
1: I was using it too long. I can't change. <laughs> I can't go back. I'm too far gone. <laughs> All right. That, that email wasn't even created to be personal. It just morphed into it. It was actually sending out an NC state newsletter at one time Oh. <laughs> to avoid spam on another account. It turned into my primary account. Oh, well, you're right.
0: Well, Bo thanks very much again for being on the podcast. Um, I appreciate you showing up this morning
1: and sharing with us. Uh, thank you so much. And, uh, Pax, there's one thing I want you to remember. No matter where you stand, no matter where you are, if you live every day, and get 1% better every single day. That's my motto, so there you go Go get 1% better today.
0: Go get 1% better. All right. Well, guys, with that, we wrap up episode 26. So, uh, Bodette, thanks again. Stay sharp,
1: guys. We'll see you in the gloom. Claim different things and, uh, How did? and Excuse say... Excuse
0: me. My, my name is John Willett.
1: You'll leave this door open?
0: What's that? Are you asking me to leave it open?
1: Yeah. yeah. Matt Burkett, you know Matt?
0: I don't know Matt. I mm-hmm. know oh, Matt. You know Matt. You know Matt. <coughs> Who's Matt?
1: I'm with Search, and yeah. this is the office that I use. Yeah, yeah. And Matt called me late last night and said, I don't have my key. So I said I'd run by and leave the door open.
0: Oh, OK, yeah, I'll leave it open. So here was my post-it by my bedstand. <laughs> So, if you want just leave the door open sure. when you leave, we'll do. And I'm sorry to interrupt.
1: Oh, you. no, no, you're
0: good. Thanks,
1: thanks. That's just no leave it open and he's got a group of seven, so I think he'll be okay. Here. Cool. So thank you, guys. No problem. Thanks, John. Spam. That's bad. Oh, okay. That's okay. okay. <laughs> now, where were we? <laughs> All right. Uh,
0: you're talking about faith, you're talking about. <laughs>
1: what in the world? Um...
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Again, that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at f3americanyammer. Until next time, stay sharp, and we'll see you in the glue.